Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we have reached part seven of our current study, Babylon, Romanism, and the Harlot of Revelation 17. And today we will wrap up this portion of our investigation into Roman Catholicism. Even though there is so much more that is involved in this Babylonian cult, that time will not allow me to fully reveal. What I've touched on, however, should surely be enough to validate that it is a masterful yet demonic counterfeit to genuine Christianity, and that it, along with the many other false ways that Lucifer has orchestrated in his works of deception, will comprise the harlot of Revelation 17 identified in Scripture as Babylon Mystery Religion. I would urge you, especially if you are involved in Roman Catholicism in any way, to please do the research for yourself, using some of the information that I've already shared with you as a launch pad to deeper discovery. You might start by researching their many cathedrals and taking a very close look at the pagan symbols that are scattered throughout as well as the symbols of Islam's moon god, Allah. Many do not realize that Islam and Roman Catholicism are both woven from within the same Babylonian root. In addition to his vast religious research into other faiths, Muhammad, their revered prophet and founder of Islam, studied under his wife's cousin, who was an Astorian monk. Much of the Quran has elements of corrupted Christianity, as well as Judaism. Muslims also share a very deep reverence for the Mary of Roman Catholicism, with Muhammad devoting an entire chapter of the Quran to her. And in recent years, Islam and Roman Catholicism are coming back together again. Through such endeavors, as a common word, which was presented to Pope Benedict XVI, by Muslim clerics with the invitation to come together on the common ground of love of God and love of neighbor. Beloved, this is all part of the convergence or cohesiveness of those things, religiously, governmentally, and economically, that will comprise Lucifer's one-world empire under the rule of his Antichrist and the Roman Catholic Mary will play a vital role in every aspect of this plan. In our last segment, I went into the official documents of the Vatican, including some of the encyclicals of pontiffs, who are considered by them to be infallible, and which hold their imprimatur or official seal. They clearly documented that their Mary is the primary deity that is worshipped by them. And even though many Catholic people will dispute this, according to the official standing of the Church itself, she is the main component to salvation, and that no one will be saved without her. And as far as her involvement in the one-world agenda of the Antichrist, apparitions of her have already been witnessed in many places throughout the world, where this Babylonian spirit has been quoted as saying, my son is coming soon, and when he appears, listen to him. 
This, of course, is in reference to the Antichrist, who will present himself as the Messiah that the world has awaited, under various titles such as Maitreya in Buddhism, Kalki in Hinduism, Li Hong in Taoism, as well as Babism, meaning the one who God shall make manifest. Roman Catholicism is awaiting the Christ, who is the Antichrist counterfeit to the genuine Jesus of the Holy Scriptures. And the one true believers know will surely come again, and very soon. And when he does, he will utterly destroy the Antichrist, the false prophet, and every other false way that Lucifer has orchestrated. And then Lucifer himself will be thrown into the lake of fire for all eternity. And in light of the Lord's soon coming, God's legitimate born-again believers are called to be all the more vigilant in proclaiming the truth of God's Word, as these last things unfold all around us. For deception has become so masterfully orchestrated that even the elect are in danger of being deceived, such as our study on Roman Catholicism has revealed. And as the enemy's deceptions increase, much talk of aliens has traveled the circuit of late. And surely this may become a plausible explanation that is offered to explain the rapture of God's true church, again bearing witness to how the enemy's many trickeries are all woven together into a serpent-like trail. It was brought to my attention recently that the Vatican has an advanced technology telescope as part of the Mount Graham International Observatory, which prompted me to revisit a message from Love's Last Call entitled, Aliens and the Great End Times Deception. This is an excerpt from that message. Many false religions, especially the New Age and occult, expect an elevated teacher or master, such as the likes of Maitreya, who they believe is being readied to appear on the earth even now, as its Savior and the one who will lead the people of earth into their own godhood and the utopia that they have longed for. And while we know by the word of God that the Antichrist will be a man, as revealed in Second Thessalonians 2, 3, and other scriptures such as in Daniel and Ezekiel, that does not negate the possibility that the deceived of the earth will believe that he is an elevated spiritual master who has taken the form of a human being. This religious deception and the one world religion that it will be part of will be spearheaded by the false prophet. Which brings us to the third reason the UFO phenomenon could be part of the great end times deception. The Vatican has long been interested in studying outer space. That, which stands for Vatican Advanced Technology Telescope, is part of the Mount Graham International Observatory and is operated by the Vatican Observatory, one of the oldest astronomical research institutions in the world in partnership with the University of Arizona. What may be an additional point of interest is the fact that the telescope that sits near to the Vatican's vat was originally named Lucifer, which stands for Large Binocular Telescope Near Infrared Spectroscopic Utility with Camera and Integral Field Unit for Extragalactic Research, and thus the acronym LUCIFER which they say came to them by way of the name's meaning, which is bright morning star. 
Others say that it was only coincidental that the telescope was named Lucifer. However, as one person put it, they had to play very tricky word games in its extensive description to have it end up with the acronym Lucifer, making it much more plausible that the name was intended, rather than just coincidental as has been suggested. The name was shortened to capitals L-U-C-I in 2012. The Vatican's telescope, VAT, has strong connections with the Jesuits, who have a long history with astronomy. The current director and caretaker of the observatory is a Jesuit, as have prior directors also been. And while they state that their main purpose for constructing such a massive, impressive, and very expensive observatory, with all its high-tech instruments, is to do astronomical research, that does not preclude their search for life on other planets. In an interview with Gabriel Funes, the director of the Vatican Observatory, and a Jesuit priest, he stated that the first Jesuit director of what he called the Pope's Observatory was appointed in 1906, and since then the observatory has been entrusted to the Jesuits. As a side point, the Jesuits have always been a strong and active proponent of the New World Order. But, as Father Funes continued, the main purpose of the observatory is to find the truth and to also show the world that the Vatican is not only interested in religion, but in science as well. Through their many years of research, he stated that the Vatican has come to the acknowledgement that the Big Bang Theory is the most plausible explanation for the creation of the universe. And in further evidence of the darkened minds of men who have no dawn or belief in the unadulterated word of truth, Father Funes also mentioned that Pope Francis has often referred to the world as our brother, while referring to Sister Moon and Brother Sun as well. So why not, Brother E.T., he added, for by the way of his explanation, there are hundreds of billions of galaxies in the universe, which brings the Vatican to the mindset that there is most probably intelligent life on other planets. Enter the great alien deception. And very possibly the explanation that will be given for the rapture of God's redeemed ones. And without a doubt, the Vatican, and especially its pontiff, will be a major player in this demonic ploy. Another point of interest regarding the Vatican and its Luciferian connections is the Papal Audience Hall, which was commissioned by Pope Paul VI in 1963. You would have to look at the actual photos of this extravagant edifice to really appreciate the undeniable resemblance to a serpent that it reflects. The whole of it entails too much of a pattern in every respect to be just a conspiracy theory. Starting with the main shape of the hall, when you look at it from the outside, its roof is curved like the back of a snake, which is interesting because its designer, Pierre Luigi Navi, who is a renowned Italian architect, is known for his straight lines. When set beside a photo of a serpent's head, the shape is identical to the reptile's. The two windows of the hall are on either side of the front of the structure and are shaped exactly like eyes, including a split in them, and are positioned in the exact spot as are the serpents. 
added to that image are the two pillars on either side of a statue at the base, which presents the image of fangs and are positioned where a snake's fangs would be. Again, you must see the picture to get the full idea of how uncanny this all is. But the worst of it all is the giant sculpture that sits in front of the back wall of the stage. It is a ghoulish depiction of what is supposed to be the resurrection of Jesus. But this figure looks more like a crazed Medusa rising up from an atomic apocalypse and looking for all the world like a scene from Night of the Living Dead. The Pope sits in a throne-like chair in front of this eerie structure and has audience with a myriad of people in the 6,300-capacity hall, including leaders of the world and representatives of the EU. Beloved, while we must avoid conspiracy theories and not allow our imaginations to run away with us, we must also understand that Lucifer is the small-g god of this world and that he has placed his coat of arms all over its landscape. This has been purposefully orchestrated in order to edify himself and to mock the one true and only God that he is purposing to usurp. But let it be known here that he is already defeated by the blood of the Lamb, and his soon end is very near. And on that victorious note, we must pause for now. But I hope you'll join me next time as we keep our fingers on the pulse of God's unfolding prophetic precursors. Until then, I leave you with the words of Job that came to him in illuminating Holy Spirit power after all was said and done. I know that my Redeemer lives. And as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.